just... Did you have a good night? Did I have a good night? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah? Can you remember any of it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I remember loads of it. Do you remember the bit where you got up on the table and tried to climb up onto the roof shouting that you were Spider-Man? Yeah, it was after that that I was like, I should get drunk. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I should get drunk now. Yeah, that stacks up, that's very you. Did you have a nice night? I did, thanks, yeah. Yeah, feeling it a bit now, but, um, mm. but yeah, yeah. My worry is that we went to a wedding where I did get drunk, and I'm now worried that I actually did get on the table and shout, and shout out Spider-Man at that wedding. <laughs> <laughs> there was no tables, you're fine. On the dance floor, there was no tables. There was no tables on the dance floor. There's no tables on the dance floor. Because that's where you would have been doing it. Yeah, not during the speeches. No, that... Not while the Bishop of Birmingham's (laughs) saying grace. (laughs) Everyone, there's no doubt that you would remember that (laughs) if you'd done that. Yeah. The tables were too too full. There were were so many flowers. So many flowers, Scott. It'd be like scrambling up like a bush. Wouldn't be able to do to get what? up there. I could scramble up a bush. Dracon, it hurt. I could scramble up a bush. I think you can get up there and then fall straight through, and it'd just be like, and then you'd just be stuck. Yeah, that's. Right. I could be... still scramble up a bush though. Like, don't make me out to be some fucking. I think you'd fall through it like immediately. I'm just. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just saying. Well, when the messenger wrote the message, I feel like I can shoot the messenger. This doesn't come from someone else. That's what shoot the messenger means. It's like, hey, I just... You don't know who told me that I, that they think you can't scramble up bushes. Who told you? I'm not telling you. Because it's you? No, I'm not. It's, no, it's not me. I'm not, I'm fucking, not, I'm not having this. I'm not having this. No, I'm, not, I'm just saying. I'm Which not, fucking not... snake said I can't scramble up a bush? I'm not saying because we're about to meet them, so I don't want to say. I don't want to... Tim said I can't scramble up a I bush. Don't, I'm, not, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not saying any names. I'm not saying any names. Who else are we about to meet? I don't know. There could be someone with him. I don't know. Anyway, just don't, just, just drop it. Don't, I can't. You can't tell me to drop it. You just said, don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. And then I said, well, who's the message from, so I can shoot them. And then you implied it was Tim. And then when I called him out, you said it's not him. Well, I don't want to make a scene, and you're just you're making a scene. So You've I made a scene. Just, We're in the middle of a th- scene. I think. Look, we're both tired. I'm not tired. I. I'm tired. Let's just go meet him. At, we, we get to go to the university. We get to go to Spooktown University. That's a big day. Yeah, let's just... Yeah. Bygones be bygones. Put it behind you. We'll chat about this later. Oh, right. Right? Okay. Yeah. I know it's okay. You had any nightmares this week? Yeah, I'd... Um, I, a snake bit me. Just triple checking. In a nightmare. In a nightmare, yeah. I was asleep, so the... St- I, I, okay. I, I was asleep when it bit me. Yeah, and everyone around me was like, oh, the snake's not poisonous, you're fine. But the snake... <laughs> this is where it gets really weird. The snake mm. was given vaccinations, and the vaccinations that the snakes had, that will poison you. And I was like, I'm not getting into this. Are you an anti-vaxxer, Kath? <laughs> I, no, some, I, I don't know what was floating about my head. <laughs> Something happened. But anyway, you're an we had to go on Facebook before you went to bed. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Uh, yeah, and then uh, and we had a gig to do, and I was like, oh, I'll just do the gig. 
That sounds like you. That sounds like you would get bitten by a snake and be like, well, I've got a gig to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I just did it and everyone was like, you're right. And I was like, no, let's do the gig. It feels like it feels like there's a lot of like, like causation. Oh, okay. I feel like I can really pinpoint all of the moments in this dream that are directly from your life. Yeah? Yeah. Straight after COVID, you went on tour. Uh-huh. Like, directly after. Um, and then you like, oh, I got bit by a snake. That's based on when you were bit by that snake that time. Oh, that's what it is. I was thinking about that before I went to bed. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, what a relief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you have any nightmares this week? Yes, actually. So oh. I rescued a hedgehog. Not a nightmare. Oh. And... So it's like stumbling around during the daytime. And if you see them out during the daytime, it's usually bad news. So I sort of picked, scooped it up, kept it in my, and tried to find out what to do with it whilst I carried on living my life. And I was like, it'll probably die because it's like really bad. Oh. And then that night I came back and it was still alive. So I put like cat food down for it and water down for it. And every time I looked in, it was completely still. Oh and, no. And then like the next time we would face down in the water, I'd be like, is it, de- is it dead? But every time I come back, it would be in a different position. And every time it had like shat everywhere. Oh, God. Like shat ev- in the food and the water. So like every time I had to replace everything, clean everything out. And then I found this place called like, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a hedgehog rescue place near me. I rang up and I was like, listen, I found this hedgehog. And they were like, well, the first thing you should have done is rung us. And I was like, ah, animal people are fucking cunts. <laughs> so first, first thing you should have done is, is is rung is rung us and I was like, okay, but I, you're really hard to find. I've I've rung up for like five different places, like there's loads of different places to do. And then I finally rang up the vet, and then they told me about you, and they were like, right, well, bring it over. And I was like, oh. took it to the woman, and she was like, hello. I put the crate down. She went, got some gloves, picked up the hedgehog, immediately brought it to her face and sniffed it, and what? then went, what have you what have you fed it? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? Um, it's a cat food. She was like, well, Id- ideally you would have put it on an IV drip for 48 hours. She's like, I'm not a fucking... What do you mean oh, put yeah. it on an IV drip? Yeah, 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 you know, when you've just got an IV drip knocking about. Well, obviously I know now, Kath. I know mm. now when you've got an IV drip knocking about, you meant to hook it up to a hedgehog. Mad, absolutely mad. That's mad. Anyway, they looked after it and they're like, if you don't hear from us, it's good news. And what they want to do is like re- put the hedgehog back in its original place because that's where it knows how to get food and I was like yeah absolutely fine and they're like you need to have a hedgehog house and like an area for its food and they're like 35 quid for a house wow cheapest that's really cheap for a house think about it 35 quid for a house for for a house for a hedgehog it's not like a two up two down yeah but imagine it's a wooden box okay yeah it's a wooden box with a lid cap so anyway I, I was trying to find one because they, they rang up and they were like, it's ready to come back if you are. And I was like, yeah, of course I'm ready. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I had to, like, I went to Argos and got, I bought a house. And then I built, like, a, um annex restaurant, like a hedgehog restaurant, uh, around the back of the house. What's so it's a, like... You built that? Wait, you built the hedgehog a restaurant? Yeah. So it's, like, an upturned plastic crate that I bought that I then, like, cut the front out of and then electrical taped cardboard to the outside so it doesn't get caught on any of it 
It's took me fucking ages. And then I, I don't know what a restaurant is, Ed. I'm thinking of a building where people go to eat. Yeah. Yeah, but it's for hedgehogs. So there's like two little cat dishes that I put food in. It's just like a little restaurant for the hedgehogs. <sighs> right. Right. You on board? Okay. I'm on board. I'm just... Okay. And then I had to build like a little walkway so that the hedgehog could get in, but cats and that can't get in to eat the food. So it took me fucking ages to... It took a lot of money to build this house and then a lot of time and effort to build the restaurant around the back. Um, and I finally did it. And I was like, I'm ready to pick it up if I can pick it up today. And they're like, yeah, great. It's called Dave now. I'm like, whatever. Um, animal people are the worst. <laughs> um, it's called Dave now because we're quirky. All right, well, he's just a hedgehog. So then I picked him up. And then when I picked him up, they were like, uh, have you got the house ready? And I was like, yeah, and I've built a little restaurant around the back. And they were like, that's perfect. Um, he'll probably use it for one night, maybe two, and then and then he will go back home. Guess how many nights Dave used my fucking house and restaurant for, Kath? One. Nought, nought nights. Oh, no. Nought nights. Dave's an ass. Dave's a piece of shit. Mm. Never going to rescue a hedgehog again. Well, at least you've got a house if you were to. And a restaurant. And an IV drip. And an IV drip. Oh, there's Tim. Hello, Tim. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, Tim. Hey. How's it going? I'm pretty good. How are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah not bad. This is really exciting to be in a, a spook, well, outside a spook town university dorm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, really exciting. It, it wasn't always a dorm room. Um, I don't know if I don't know if you know this, but spook town uh, university isn't doing that well. Uh, oh. They refuse to go online. Oh, they just didn't get on board with the... <laughs> they only teach, teach kind of ghost-related courses, which there's not a huge demand. Yeah, quite neat. Yeah, very So niche, yeah. basically, for student housing and stuff, they have to get it cheap, so they really can only afford places that something horrible has happened in. Yeah, that 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 makes that makes sense. That's very Spooktown. That's classic Spooktown. So sort of stacks up. Yeah. That that makes that makes a lot of sense. I never I never actually went to this university. I am um, because it was sort of it's the same level as like a Trump university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it doesn't really give that a real degree. The the real terror is um university administration. That's what's really scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got a couple of questions to ask you before we get into your. Apparently, you've got a spooky story about this this uh, room. So we've got a couple of questions to ask you before that. My first, my first question: Lowball, have you eaten since you got to Spooktown? No, no. It's weird. Every every time I uh, I come in on my stomach, yeah, you know, it's weird. So I can't like. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like the last time I tried to eat. Yeah, it, that can happen to some people when they enter. Just started vomiting up golf balls. Yeah, 
that's yeah yeah we get that a lot yeah that's yeah a i don't i don't get scared anymore yeah that's fair it's like a spook town intolerance yeah yeah we'll, we'll try and wrap this up as quickly as possible so you can get some grub and um, once you're out of spook town um yeah outside of spook town my my second question um what tim what is the spookiest thing that has just ever happened to you uh well I was driving one night in with a friend and like he didn't notice anything but I could swear this rabbit with like glowing red eyes was just chasing the car going the same speed but like for miles and miles and miles and it's like it's so scary because when something that small is chasing you, you know, they know something you don't know. That's really scary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so frightening. There's something, did you say it was a rabbit? Because there's something really weird about that where it's like something, something was chasing us for miles and miles and miles. And that's scary. And it was a rabbit. You're like, ah, that's kind of... <laughs> Not that scary anymore. It it was dark. It looked like a rabbit. So it was like a small four-legged thing with like two okay. long things on the top of its head. So fingers crossed it's a rabbit. <laughs> like it's... <laughs> That's the sweetest. It's yeah. open. <laughs> My head just... <laughs> I'd love a zoo tour by Tim. Of like, it's got a, it's got a big, big old trunk and massive ears. Fingers crossed, it's an elephant. Okay, let's move on to the next <laughs> section. You just got to cross your fingers that that's an orangutan. Otherwise, I, I don't know where we're at, guys. <laughs> Safari with Tim. I once, I was, I was driving to pick up a, uh, a Chindian, which is where we get a Chinese and then an Indian. Um, so we have the best of both worlds um, and we were driving to the Indian and I swear, I swear I saw a rabbit the size of a full grown deer at the side of the road but the person driving didn't see it and it was so quick it was just, we drove past it and I was like that was a fucking rabbit the size of a deer and they were like nah and you can't be like yeah because then you just say yeah and nah to each other it was huge, maybe it was a hare and I couldn't believe it was that big that's my <laughs> that's my story about a four legged thing with two big ears my third and final question from old Eddie Boy. Shouldn't said that. Um, we're gonna have to do you in if your story doesn't make it into Spook Town, because the council have said that we need an incentive for you to to make the story good, and that incentive is at the moment death. We might have a look at it in the next couple of weeks, uh, but we've got either. What is it today? Lashings upon lashings of rat poison. Yum, 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 yum. Or, Kath's crowbar. So here's the question. And Kath, um, be honest. Would you enjoy killing somebody with the crowbar? <laughs> be um, honest. <laughs> full, full disclosure, yeah. 
Melodicova. Oh, great. Oh, that, that's so kind. Thank you. I, really like, I, I understand the risks. Don't want you to be like that. Goddamn. I'm beating another ass with the clover. But if you're into it, you just seem polite. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a really good way of looking at it. What oh, oh, a polite young man. This is lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I. I'll, you know what? I'll. I'll enjoy it even more. Thank if, you. Uh, if it's. If I'll it's enjoy this one. <laughs> yeah. No, fact, not because it's you. Just <laughs> gonna oh, I'll fucking enjoy this one, Tim. Don't you worry about that. These are all for me, lad. <laughs> I suppose as well as Cass doing it, it removes the you. D you don't have to do it yourself, which I think would be quite tough. That's a bit dark. Oh, uh, so. Like, I, I like that. I feel like. You're not the first person to spend your final moments with. That's nice. Tom. Oh, that's so. That's a, that's genuinely the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. It really is. That's all of my um, admin out of the way, Tim. Thank you, Kath. I believe you've got one final question for Shaboy Tim. Oh yes, one final question. Yeah, I sure have. Okay, Tim. VHS. BHS, BFG, mm. Shag Marry Kill. You definitely marry the BFG. Right? He's, he's just a sweet. He's friendly, he'll take care he's of you. Uh, he's, he's big, but he's not yeah. too big, so you feel safe. Uh, <laughs> perfect man. <laughs> And I've never heard somebody say I've like, never heard somebody say the BFG's big but it's not too big <laughs> I, I thought that, that's the thing about the BFG I thought that was uh, his whole thing he was like a small giant he was yeah yeah he was his name oh yeah you're yeah. right he was but he's still a giant oh, you know you can't take that away from big. him he is big he is he's friendly. friendly but he's not he overbearing with it yeah <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, he's, he's not just exhausted. There for you when you need him. <laughs> so marry him, and I mean, I guess Shag B H S because okay, you sure. can. <laughs> you I mean, that's a wild card. I, you know, kill anything that's dead. How the fuck are you going to kill VHS then? <laughs> but you can shag it. <laughs> you can shag Yeah, but you, you I suppose it. you could... You could... <laughs> you can... Uh, <laughs> Them's the rules, right? Oh, so you can't kill it when it's already dead. That's, the Tim, that's the Tim I remember, right there. <laughs> oh, and then I guess kill VHS, which is sad for me, because I love VHSs. But... Oh... I'd, I mean, I'd be crying, but I'd still follow the rules. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. I'm so sorry we've put you in these situations. Fine. This is awful. Yeah. It's uh, just really sad. So I thought you would have shagged the VHS, especially if you love it so much. I would. I would if I had an alive option for number three. 
I think that's I think that's quite a good system, especially if you're doing that order, because once you kill VHS and you're in tears, go back to the BFG. He he's got a snus cumber sandwich ready for you. Pat you on the back, but not too hard. How's your day been, Tim? Oh, I can't yeah. talk about it. Whiz pop, whiz bang. The nice thing is you don't need to share the BFG because I feel like you 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 would not survive that. Ah. <laughs> that's nice that, that that's nice that you'd let him talk though. Always a gentleman. Um, I think you would because you ha- you'd have to consummate the marriage, right? Isn't that isn't that a law? I don't know much about marriage. I don't know. It's a, I, I I should know. I'm married. Oh. <laughs> well, let's let's say you don't you don't have you don't have to consummate it. It would probably be grounds for divorce, but he's too friendly to divorce you. So. Yeah, you wouldn't divorce. Uh, okay, well. We, I think, I don't want to speak for you, Kath, but I'm certainly excited for this. So, does your does your story have a title, Tim? Yes. Um, it's, I think it's just called The Laughter. The Laughter? Yeah. Jeremy woke up with a head that felt like a brand new window that someone had just thrown a brick through. He looked at his alarm clock. 7.06. He groaned and blinked. There was something wrong with his eyes. He perfectly up to five feet away, but everything beyond that was a black void. He didn't understand why his depth of field was so shallow. After all, everything he could see was bright and cheerful, bathed in the light. The huge bay windows must be the hangover, he thought. Although, it was weird that he could see the city skyline. He sat up with all the usual hangover thoughts. What happened last night? I need coffee. I hope I didn't fucking thing up. Do I hear woos? I need coffee. Did I start a fire last night? Why do I taste that fault? Did I puke anywhere? God, I need coffee. He grabbed a grumbled t-shirt from the floor and smelled it. He reached into the t-shirt across the room. Well, I guess that answered that question. He said out loud, I puked somewhere, all right, on myself. He heard it. The unmistakable sound of an audience laughing. He didn't have much time to think about it, because Eddie's outburst. The lump on the other side of the bed arose. The lump turned out to be a beautiful buxom woman draped in a pink nightgown with one button 
doing the seemingly impossible task of holding the nightgown closed. Her hair was messed up with the usual bedhead, but almost miraculously, her makeup was perfect, not so much as an eyelash out of place. Jeremy looked at her, trying and failing to come up with a name. Hello, he stumbled. She put her hand on his hip, pouting. Don't tell me you forgot your wife's name. How many did you have last night? Jeremy fumbled in his memory and came up with the name. Estri, yes. When did he come up with that name? Was it the name? The woman patronizingly patted him on the cheek. Good job, honey. Five years of marriage and you know my name. We're a great couple. There was laughter again. The laughter turned into hoops. As Estri pulled Jeremy, stem deeply. Jeremy wanted to untangle himself. He just couldn't make his body move. After a few seconds, Estri pushed off Jeremy. Did you hear that? Jeremy asked. To his surprise, he didn't sound panicked. The words came out in a nonchalant, almost sexy tone. Estri was pulling her face and wiping her tongue against her teeth. Her tongue was strange. It was too long and an unusual shape of red. And it may have been a trick of the light. But he thought it looked forth. I don't know if I heard it, but I definitely tasted it. She replied. Although oddly, she stared straight ahead of her as she said it. An explosion of laughter came out of the void. The void wasn't getting any clearer. There it comes again, Jeremy tried to. Shrieked, but said seductively, Look here, mister. No one's coming once, let alone again, unless you take a shower. Laughter. Uncontrolled and malicious laughter. Besides, you need to get ready. My gal pals, Wendy and Samantha, are coming for brunch, and I need my chef husband to cook up some good crop that he's known for. She shooed him out of bed. Off you pop. Without thinking, Jeremy found himself headed to the bathroom door. Estri stared hungrily at his naked back. Mmm. My chef has the best buns, she said, 
to the sound of uproarious laughter. A glowing laughter Jeremy tried to focus on the positive. At least he could see the door. The shower would be good. Give him time to think. Maybe get rid of the hangover. The odd thing is he couldn't remember anything from last night. Even after a blackout, you can usually remember the beginning of the night. But there was nothing except the smell. The sticky metallic smell that got into the back of his throat and stayed there like a ball of phlegm. He entered the bathroom and started with relief. It looked like a normal bathroom. There was a mirror above the sink. At first glance, the sink was clean, but as Jimmy looked closer, he noticed a brown stain that flowed from the lip down the drain. To his left sat one of those old-fashioned bathtubs. Standing on four lion plots. To his right, there was a black void. He wanted to go in the darkness. Maybe if he got close, so somehow it would clear up whatever was happening to his eyes. But his body wouldn't move towards the abyss. I don't want to trip and fall on anything, he rationalized to himself. But that was a lie. There was something sinister in the darkness. A presence drenched in blood and fear. Something his reptilian brain would not go near. Jeremy took a deep breath. He needed a shower. A shower would clear his head. Everything wouldn't make sense after the shower. This was all in his head. He was at home with his wife about to endure a pleasant, if not boring, brunch. Everything was good. He was going to take a shower. And when he got out, he would see how great his life was. Water shot out of the jets. Steam filled the room as Jamie took off his shorts. He heard whooping when his underwear hit the floor. But with a deep breath and concerted effort, he managed to ignore it. Just in your head, when you get in the shower, you'll be fine. You just need to get in the shower like a mantra or a prayer. The water was hot, way too hot. As the scolding water hit Jeremy's feet, he screamed. It felt like someone was pouring acid on him. 
We were able to water touch Jamie. His skin would start bubbling and frothing like a head of beer made from viscous and tissue, screaming, not loud enough to turn up the sound of laughter coming from the darkness. He pirouetted, got tangled up in the shower curtain, and stumbled out of the bathtub. He lost his footing on the slippery tile floor and cracked his head on the sink with a sickening thud. Blood poured over the sink and down the drain. Jamie passed out unconscious to the sound of rapturous applause and running water. He dreamt all he remembered. He dreamt of a night out. He was with two women, friends. It was his turn to get the drinks. Rum and coke for a windy and whiskey sour for Samantha. He was a happy drunk. A stranger was just a friend you haven't met yet. Jamie found himself explaining to a thin man in a jet black no hat and bone white suit that all women want a man that can feed them and make them laugh. He drunkenly threw his arm around his new friend's shoulder and slurred. I just wish I could do either. The man used his long, pale thumb and forefinger to remove Jamie's arm from his shoulder. Like in the same way you throw a dead rat in the garbage. Don't be silly. I'm sure you can. Jamie looked into the man's face. The shadow from his hat obscured his whole face except a wide smile full of ivory knives. Why don't you and your lady friends join me? The bathroom was covered in pink, cloudy water. When Jamie woke up, he felt gash on his head. It was tender, but didn't seem too bad. He took a deep breath and tried to stand up. His right leg would not take any weight. It's when he looked down and saw a jagged bone sticking out of his calf. His leg was in agony. It felt like... Well, it felt like he had a jagged bone sticking out of his calf. He wanted to scream. He opened his mouth, but all that came out was... 
Goldie, that doesn't look good. He heard laughing and looked into the void that was still there. I gotta get out of here, he thought. Something's very wrong. He struggled on his one good foot, slipping on the muck on the floor, and grabbed a towel. He opened the door, limping out of it into a bright, happy living room. Estri and two of her friends were sitting around the table. He recognized the two other women. They were the same women from his dream, but they looked different somehow, shinier and happy. He limped out, dragging his leg and a puddle of blood behind him. Estri looked over at him. Well, look at you! And eat nothing but your towel. I hope you weren't expecting a three-way. He wanted to beg for help. He needed help. But when he opened his mouth, all he could say was, you can't blame a man for trying. At that, raucous laughter and what sounded like an applause break came from the darkness. Although it wasn't totally dark anymore, now there was tiny white half-crescent moons all over, scattered in the darkness. Okay, big man. Now let's get our club on. The three women picked Jeremy up and put him on the table. They took up their knives and started cutting into him. They cut his stomach open and started sucking on his intestines like they were spaghetti. He wanted to scream. He really did. But all he could say was, Women love a man that can feed them and make them laugh. Jimmy was found dead in this apartment. Two days later, he seemed to be half-eaten. The police thought, blamed, raccoons because he didn't he wasn't very clean and the house was a dark dingy mess the real estate company couldn't find any buyers however except Spooktown University and that's how Spooktown got this property My, my, my first question, 
on this, Tim, is where, how did you hear about this story? Oh, so I looked at the apartment. Like, I looked at the apartment. Okay. They have to tell you. Uh, somebody died there, but the real estate agent was very weird and went into all that detail. Okay, so you heard it from an estate agent. Well, that to me, that to me confirms it's true because immediately, because why would an estate agent try estate and put it off never that lie, much? Yeah. Like straight away, that's like, oh, this, this happened. Yeah, estate agents never lie. This happened. First day on the Done. <laughs> Do we do we know where where that the night out was that he met the sort of demon? Uh, yeah, so what 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 was an estuary is a Jewish succubus. <laughs> so is he met a succubus? Nice. Oh, I thought. I I feel like she's probably in the club still. I mean, it's not her fault. She's a psychiatrist. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. 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 You can hide them to stack things. Yeah. 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 Handcuff them today. It's very good if you start getting cold feet. Honey, I can't get married. <laughs> I've been killed by a succubus. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. <laughs> um, bit of a diversion here, but I would honey pee uh, read porn that you've written. That bit about the, the button holding the nightgown together. That was steep. That was steamier than the shower, Tim. I got my fucking. Yeah, you do. You gotta. You gotta be sexy and scary. <laughs> by, the, by the way, I yeah, I cannot say whore. Whore, whore, because it just comes out as whore. <laughs> so, I always say. <laughs> you can't say horror. <laughs> Because it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Say, I can't say whore. I was like, yeah. yeah, no, you can't. It's, it's really bad. Like, oh, right. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's, it's sex worker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's why I always say instead of horror story, I always say sex worker story. <laughs> God, the laughter stuff. The laughter stuff is really scary, isn't it? Yeah, that like tunnel, that, that it's what you see on a stage, isn't it? That, yeah. Like, when, when you're lit and you can't yeah. quite see in front of you. Yeah. Oh god, that description was amazing. Yeah, all it was missing was one person not enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to, st- one person is inexplicably well lit at the front yeah. and yeah, the other person's not laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I, can't, I can't find, I can't find any holes in this. This is so good, I, it must have happened. But are we doing that thing again where we confuse good with with truth? Yes. Um, I, I actually do have a question, Tim. Uh, I'm calling bullshit on your story. How how could they know? So if they, if they found... What's stopping us from thinking that it was just 
your, your, your garden variety raccoons chewing up a boy rather than this whole succubus thing. Yeah. What's uh, like. I bet that's a very excellent question because what still remember it wasn't actually the succubus that ate him, it was his two friends that ate him. So, but they did it under the Sturus, um, yes, co- co- command, yeah, because they weren't happy. So I, th- I think the teeth marks would be different. And I don't, <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I don't think you have raccoons no, in this that was country. I'll be honest. No. Yeah. Yeah. Even spooked. There's yeah. a lot of death by raccoons, raccoons in spooked, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. Which is really weird, yeah. Yeah. So, the police think raccoons did it, but you're telling us that it was the friends that ate his... Uh, part of his body. But what's... So what's then, on top of that, what's stopping us from thinking it was just your garden variety, friends eating friends, rather than the succubus? Oh, that's a good question. I... I've met them weirdly enough. Just randomly. You met? Yeah, they came to my show. Wendy and Samantha? Yeah, we, we kind of. Because they're like, yeah, well, Wendy and Samantha. And I was like, I heard a story about Wendy and Samantha. <laughs> they said, no, you didn't. Like, in a way that's like, oh, yeah, you did this. That's mad to bring that up in front of them. And I think. I mean, yeah. It's, <laughs> That's like your equivalent of yelling like. Yeah, but my thought was, if this accusation was made up, I don't want to deal with these two ladies, cause I can't run away. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I I'd, yeah. I'd rather hurt somebody's feelings than be. Eaten like spaghetti, you know. I think that's a universal truth. So how do we know that they got out of the... Like, because they were obviously under this weird curse as well, even though they were getting <laughs> something out of it. They were getting a meal. They were getting uh, some laughs, some sweet laughs. Um, how do we know that... Like, how did they get out of it? Did, is the curse broken once, like... So I, I think succubus is only fuck with men. Oh, okay. So, like, they were like collateral <laughs> damage, but like, cause succubuses feed off men's fear. So, she, like, right. she has. He was frightened of not being a good yeah. chef and not being. Frightened. So she has no use for them. I see. So once it's sort of done, it's done. Yeah, got you. Just to go back to, to you meeting them, so you, you met them, you said they went to one of your shows, is that right? Yeah. Wendy and Samantha? So Wendy and Samantha went to your show and then you, you went, oh, I heard a story about you eating eating your, fr- your friend. Was that, were you on stage at the time? Was it that sort of like fight or flight thing? <laughs> it was in Edinburgh and there were three people in the audience. 
<laughs> I'm like, I, I, yeah, that stacks up. What's yeah. your name? Where are you from? Samantha. I'm from Sweet Town. What's your name? I, where are you from? Like, I always find it weird to do, like, my show to listen for people. Like when I just chat, and so I was like, oh, Wendy and Samantha. Oh, this will be a good story, and it'll kill. What? Fifteen minutes. Ah, oh, I can get a lot out of this. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, well, that's that. That's yeah. up. I believe that bit. I believe that. Yeah. Bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that definitely happened. Yeah. So you're saying that, um, you believe that it was a succubus because they. But then, if if it's the choice between they've eaten their friend. Or they've told you that it was a succubus. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that that. They're gonna want to come like out. If in I, the right if I met light, somebody who. Like, yeah. And the whole succubus thing sort of clears them. Like, oh, I, could, I couldn't help it. Sorry. It also is less horrifying to me that there's a succubus rather than. Two people just randomly decide they do eat their friend. It's chowing down. Yeah, it's definitely less, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely less terrifying. I think the thing that I do believe is that the man in a black trilby and white suit is the most dangerous man in a, in a mm. bar. I believe yeah. that. It's interesting that he was, the succubus was, was dressed as a man at, on the night out. Maybe it was just a fierce yeah, suit. Yeah. Could have been just really I, cool. Did I say man? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you did. I think you did. And also just the outfit is very... Um, somebody's read the game. It's, it's very Neil Strauss. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it wasn't... A human? It was just like, like, its fingers were too long and its, its shoulders were too skinny. Like, I think it was more like a skeleton ghost thing. Oh. Got you, so not of this world. I think I only said he because Jimmy assumed it was a he. Because of sexism. Um, I see. Yeah, sexism. Which is sure. the true, <laughs> true villain of this piece. The thing that I can't rectify in my head is how, how I can believe that it is a succubus from a story that an estate agent told you and not two women eating their friend. Bearing in mind that if this doesn't go into Spook Town, Cass going to batter you with a crowbar. Um, how, how would you rectify that for me? So keep in mind, the, the two women didn't actually confirm the story. They just seemed sketchy enough that I believed it. You know, like... Got you. So you met two women. Did you even ask their I, names? I, they definitely called so, Samantha? Or did you just assume no, no. <laughs> I found out their names and then I... I... I mean, I fucked up. I should have been 
way more subtle than it, but like I asked them straight out. And they, they, they just Now, they could up. have clammed up because you accused them of something horrific. <laughs> I'd, cl- I'd clam up. I'd clam up, yeah. Oh, I'd be a bit no, like, you oh. would insist yeah. to your innocence. <laughs> would I you? I think, I think you'd just be <laughs> horrified that this was happening in a comedy show. So, yeah, if I was at the fringe and I, I was like, oh, I'm going to see this guy, Tim Renko, but yeah, I've heard great things. I turn up, there's only one other person in the audience apart from me and my friend. <laughs> And then he immediately goes, did you eat your mate? I'd be like, oh, you, you know it's really fun. That, that sounds like something I would legit do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, what do you reckon, Ed? Do we, do we go another, do we go inside I... and have a little conflict? I'd, I mean, I'd love to have a peek in if that's all, you know, if that's all right. Is it, is it turn time? Are the people, are the students here? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> My watch just says 12.30. I don't know why I would say. 12.30. I mean, they are students. Keep in mind, this is Luke Town University, so there's only like 10. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so... Dorms <laughs> up, should we sneak in and see if anyone's in there? Scare that shit of anyone. Um, Tim, do you mind if we just we're we're going to pop into the the dorm room and just have a look around and, and discuss whether or not we believe your story? So, um, you take in the sights. Um, yeah. Try not to eat anything so you're not sick. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm getting super hungry. We'll, we'll be as quick it's all right. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, get you yeah. outside the borders uh, real ah. soon. Bearing in mind that the, the quicker we are, the quicker is your diet. Okay, Kath. If okay. when you come back, I'm surrounded by golf balls, you'll know what happened. Right, okay, shall we? Okay. Yes, it's a bit of a shit show in here, but it's um, as as any dorm should be, really. Any university yeah. dorm. The layout, the, the layout's right, isn't it? Bed, yeah. Bathroom. Yeah. Your classics, really. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's go in the bathroom. Okay. Oh yeah, there's a there's a there's a brown stain. Hmm. What do you think? Then? I think. I I mean I was I was like all for it the second you said the estate agent said it because like <laughs> what okay. estate agent truly tries to not sell a place to somebody but I mean and go into that much detail like what who was that for have you never like just pan- panicked and you just start oh, I'm always panicking I'm in a, yeah. a constant state of panic but I've never gone into atrocious detail I thought it was absolutely fucking horseshit because how can you how can you say that that ha- so they find a corpse it's been eaten the police yeah. go it's raccoons as they fucking always do because yeah, blue blood closes ranks. Yeah. Um, then everyone else is like, it was the girls. And then this estate agent's like, no, it was a succubus. With no proof at all. We don't know. But we don't then, know the estate agent. What we need to do is we need to interview the estate agent. At Tim's infamous three-person gig, it was mm. the two girls and the succubus. Mm. I think, Or a man in a white suit wearing a, a black hat. Who could have been in like a 
you know, Bugs Him Alone in Space or whatever, like what fucking dog, mm. dog shit play they put on at the Fringe. Yeah, just nipped in after the show, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gats- uh, Mc- McGatsby, a sort of Macbeth Gatsby crossover. God, I fucking hate. <laughs> God, I hate the Fringe. Um, but it sounds like it sounds like the Succubus. Tim narrowly missed it. Yeah. Getting burnt and eaten and all. Well, it depends what you want. If, if if he requested to be a chef, he might have been eaten. I think that I think that was uh, specific to the chef request. Uh, yeah, true. Being eaten. True. Um, I think yeah. I mean, I was. It's too much. You're right. It's too much of a quinky dink that he's gone to buy this dorm. Then the estate agent's gone. Don't buy it because of this. Then he's gone to the Edinburgh Fringe, done a show, and it's like, huh, that's so weird. The estate agent told me about you guys. That's too much of a quinky dink, isn't it? So I think it's true. I don't know how you'd encapsulate it into Spooktown lore, though. I don't know what you put on the black. Uh, not raccoons. Not raccoons, if you know, you know. Not raccoons. Yeah? Yeah, that summarises it, doesn't it? Yeah. And um, then that genuinely could blow loads of Spooktown cases wide open. <laughs> <laughs> Not raccoons. Um, <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> I'm actually inclined to not... There's no solid proof that a succubus did it. But then also, like, the idea of two girls eating their friend is pretty fucking horrible in and of itself. That's grim, yeah. But what, we were, what we're committing to law would be the, the, the succubus story, I think. Right. Well, I, I don't think I believe that bit. I, don't I know. think. What do you think? I believe it. We're going to have to toss a coin. Cross purposes. <sighs> I'm, I'm all for tossing a coin to see whether Tim gets to... Go for a sandwich, or go for a sandwich on the outskirts of Spooktown, or get crowbarred to death yeah. by me. Okay. Uh, heads for sandwich, uh, tails for crowbar. Oh, uh, uh, heads, for heads for sandwich, tails for crowbar. Yeah, because heads he gets to eat in his mouth, is mm-hmm. on his head, and tails he's gonna beat his ass. Beat his ass, yeah. Should I flip my phone? Uh, <laughs> it's got, apple, yeah, it's got okay. apple pay, so it'll have the same energy. Great. Okay, it, la- it landed with the screen up, which I assume is the face. So heads. He's alive! He gets to eat a sandwich. Yeah, he gets to eat a sandwich. Should we go let him know? So Kibris goes into Spooktown Law. Yeah, okay. Should we let him know he's going to eat a sandwich first or live first? <laughs> Both kind of big deals. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hi, t- Tim. <laughs> hey. Hey, Tim. Have you, you've, either, you've either bought a lot of golf balls in the last couple of minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> what did you I, eat? I was, I was <laughs> nervous. I was really nervous about what you guys just said. So I thought if I was surrounded by golf balls, you might trip them. <laughs> and I could get away. This is obscene. This is like a three-course dinner's worth. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Tim, got some flipping great news. Flipping is the word. Not for Kath, but Yay. for Tim. We, yeah. you're in. Yay. 
via arbitrary decision of, of phone flip, you're in. I mean, was it arbitrary or was it spiritual interference? It was arbitrary. <laughs> <laughs> it was arbitrary, yeah. We, flipped, we just flipped a phone. <laughs> so I took a really deep breath there. <laughs> So I could get it all out. Uh, congratulations, you are. Congratulations, Thank you. yeah. By the skin of your teeth, you are in. Yeah. To the Law. So you can head off and grab yourself a sarnie. Or whatever you want. Thank you, Take guys. all these golf balls with yeah, you. Thank you. I think. Thank yeah. you so much, Tim. Yeah. Neither of you are golfers. No, I. No, I use not, a golf not ball, a golfer. Um, for my plantar fasciitis. Um, yeah. Try and work out some of the knots on my feet, but apart from that, can't fucking stand well, the game. Okay, I'll okay. take all of these never, in never the off. Yeah, yeah, you pack them away with you. It's been a genuine pleasure, Tim, and it was lovely seeing you. Um, no, yeah, it's been a delight. And we'll see you at the yeah. staff do. Yeah, the Spooktown staff do. No. I'm just saying that was nice. He gave you the message. I'm you not. Said that I, couldn't. I said I'm not gonna. <sighs> right, we've had a nice day. We've had a I've nice had a chat. Day, apart from one thing. Why bring this up again? I told I'm you we'd not, talk about it later. I'm not. I, told I know. You? I'm not gonna say. I'm not dobbing anybody in. I'm not a grass. Just tell me. Just tell me it'd be I'm over. Not, I don't. I don't know. You don't know. It was you. Just say it was you. I'm not going to say it was me. It was... It was Stop know. walking away. I'm not, Come back. I'm, I'm no. I'm no. Come back. Where are you going now? I'm, I'm going this way. I'll come with you. I, but... I've got nothing planned. It was Tim. I know it was Tim. Why do you think I was off with him the whole time? Okay, yeah. I just wanted to hear you say it. <sighs> Happy now? Yep. Where are you going now? I'm going to go see Jack White. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He thinks his sister's drum kit is haunted. So I'm going to meet him at a... Um, is it Bose? Is that how you pronounce it? Bose? A Bose. Bose what's, or Bose. What's a Bose? It's like a, it's like a music thing. Oh, them. Like they make speakers and that, yeah. Boss, Bose. Bose. Yeah. Bose. Bosse. <laughs> I'm going to meet Jack White at a Bosse. Um, and we're just going to uh, listen to their back catalogue and I'm going to see if I can hear any anomalies. That sounds like a great day, actually. It does, isn't it? Yeah. Can I come? Yeah. Can I come along? I know. Why don't you go hang out with your message writer, Tim? No, I'm not. I j- see you, mate. This has been a Little Wonder production. Music from Rotary Valley. Logo artwork from Suze Hughes. Voice by Melanie Walters. With special thanks to Beth Forrest, Steve Pickup, Sam Roberts, Henry Widdicombe and Joe Williams. Other podcasts from Little Wonder include Here to Judge and I Wish I Was an Only Child. Subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.